Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, today we are doing something that we've never done before. We're doing this episode from two remote sites, so bear with us with technology. You know, Dr. Rhoda and I have been doing a little bit of troubleshooting, so the sound quality will not be like it was in the past. But the topic that we're going to talk about, uh, if you're a parent, uh, you're going to smile because uh, it really is targeted towards you with how we work uh, in this uh, COVID-19 era. So once again, Dr. Rhoda is here. And by the way, if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode, uh, Dr. Rhoda, there, there were over 1,500 uh, hits on it. So, so it's really popular right now. Take a chance uh, if you have time and, and do that. So at this time, I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Rhoda. Thanks for that, Professor Marty. Uh, yeah, so how is everybody doing? It's been several weeks now of remote, remote learning due to COVID-19. Feels like the world's been turned upside down. Weeks feel like months to me. I don't know about you guys. And it kind of feels like any day now things are going to shake back to normal. But it may be a little while yet. So now that we've had a little bit of time to transition into this new temporary normal, how are you doing? How are you doing with your kids at home and with remote learning? Last week we gave you some tips, as Professor Marty was talking about, tips to help you thrive during isolation. So just a quick reminder, we want to stick to a routine. We want to manage our thoughts and emotions, nourish our spirit, take care of our, our spiritual health right now. Learn new things. The brain likes to learn new novel things and try to eat healthy and exercise and go into that more detail in last last week's uh, podcast number 86. And there's also a video on YouTube. Today, we're going to talk with you about the kids and how remote learning is going. Now, Professor Marty has been living this. He has four kids at home. And uh, so he's going to be our, our absolute expert on this today. So we have five tips for you to consider as you work with your children's teacher to keep your kids engaged in learning during this time. Tip number one is connection. Human beings need to feel connected. We need to be very intentional about making those connections at times when we can't be physically together. So in order to connect, we need to communicate effectively. We're gonna encourage you to regularly communicate with your child's teacher. In particular, here's a biggie, be on the same page about objectives. So objectives is teacher talk for goals. What are the primary things that we're expecting our children to accomplish this week? At the end of this week, we know that our child has been successful if they can fill in the blank. So be real clear with your teacher on what are those? What, what, really, what is our real goal? We can have lots of little goals, but what's the big overarching goal for this week? So how's my child doing? What particular work can we be working on? Should we be spending more time reading books? Or maybe we should be doing math flashcards? Or what are some enrichment things that would help my child develop the most right now? Feel free to have those conversations with teachers. Any thoughts on that, Professor Marty? And so, yes. And so uh, one of the big things is it's all about uh, learners' growth. And so for, for us in our household of four kids, uh, what my wife will do when uh, one of our kids is Zooming with uh, the teacher is just interject uh, professionally and say, we really appreciate that you're working with our kid. These are the overall objectives. Is that where we're headed? Just more clarification and a, a thankfulness that um, the teachers have just, just been awesome. 
Um, so I guess that would be, if it be uh, email or if it be through Zoom, uh, teachers are being inundated uh, on both accounts. So just kind of pick and choose your words carefully. Uh, and, and that would be my suggestion. And that's a great idea, just to, to spend some time and thank them and clarify clarify those goals and objectives. And just like we need to communicate with our, our children's teachers, children are also social creatures. They like to connect with their friends. Uh, I don't know if you're like me, but recess was one of my favorite parts of the school day. And one reason that's important, you know, you want to be able to go out and move around and play, but it was also social. So, and you, you know, you would just talk. You talk about the day, you talk about the weekend, you talk about, you know, whatever. And how can your kids still connect with their friends even though they can't be together? So just an encouragement that it's okay to connect via video conferencing, things like Zoom or FaceTime with their friends. You know, can you give your kid 20 minutes to connect with your friends a couple times a week, talk about school or whatever they would normally be talking about if they were at resource or sports practice? And this is really, really important, like Dr. Rhoda said. You know, we are created to be social beings, uh, to value relationships, and it is so important. We're so focused on academics and learning right now. That, that piece of advice is let your kids socialize virtually is really, really so, so very important for you to do that as well. Yes, in fact, my friends and I, there's a group of us having a Zoom happy hour tonight. So it's, I like to think of it as adult recess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, that is so awesome. My, my wife, they had a Zoom get-together uh last night and oh it was so much fun for her it took her 20 minutes to figure out how to get this thing working because (laughs) you know the link wasn't wasn't it it just was a good learning experience but it's all perspective and really overall it's user friendly once you do it once it like with zoom we're just really good to to connect and just talk about what yeah and it's free too which is nice and just like our kids need connection parents do too and so feel free to contact parents of, of your friends, of your kids' friends. See how things are going for them. Discuss, share tips, strategies, what's working, what's not working. Brainstorm solutions to things that may not be going so smoothly. So we want to connect with our teachers. We want our kids to be able to connect with other kids, other friends. And then feel free as parents, too, to make connections with other parents. So that's tip number one on connection. Tip number two is about space. Are there more people than usual sharing the same space? Uh, one, of my coll- <laughs> one of my college students sent in an adorable picture of her studying sitting on her rooftop. Awesome. <laughs> now, I'm not advocating this. Don't tell your kids to go up on the roof. <laughs> but sometimes that may feel like the only place to go to get some quiet space. So kids may have to share the same area to do work in, but if possible, have them go to the same space each day and have the primary supplies that they need there in order to cut down on distractions. And if possible, try to separate their school space from their play space. The reason that is important is because of tip three. So tip number three, set a schedule and try to stick to a routine. You know, so have your kids get up, make their bed, have breakfast, and then start school at the same time each morning. Set aside a time for recess where they go out and play, set aside lunchtime, Kids need routine. Routine gives us all a sense of normalcy and a sense of security. And I think we all need some kind of normalcy and security right now. Help them understand this isn't summer vacation yet. <laughs> we got a few more weeks. It's still school time right now. So if they have yeah, if they have a space where they do school and then they move to a different place for recess or playtime, that's really positive. Go ahead, Professor Marty. Okay, so, so just to humor the listener, 
acres here. You know, we live in a relatively small house on, on, uh, on about an acre of land. And so in a 1,200, 1,300 square foot house, you can imagine with four kids that uh, it is all about space. But we have it set up so that the kids each have desks in their room, but we also in the basement have two different workstations, and they're really good. Like two of them right now, they are only doing schoolwork. They know, hey, once we wake up, we have breakfast, it's an expectation. Um, They're working through uh, their work uh, as I'm speaking to you. Now, one of the things that we did realize is, you know, bandwidth, we ended up figuring out we have 14 different devices, be it laptops, Chromebooks, desktops, cell phones. And so some of them just weren't weren't aware, hey, if I close my Chromebook and I haven't shut off the Wi-Fi, uh, that's gonna be interfering with others. So it's been really good, but it is really important that they have space. And like Dr. Rhoda said, there's a difference between having a work area and a play area. So be really, really creative as well. Yeah, excellent point too about that Wi-Fi utilage. Sometimes our devices are pulling on the Wi-Fi and we're not even using them. So, you know, if you have the Alexa um, and everybody's on, maybe you shut that off. If you, you know, those different things that are drawing Wi-Fi power, what are all the things that are connected in your house and only, and have the fewest number at one time connected is a really good tip. I hadn't even considered that. Okay, tip number four, we want to manage our expectations. Uh, This is a biggie. Keep things in perspective. You are probably not trained as a teacher. Some of you may be, but the majority of parents are not. Um, Your student has a trained teacher, and you're connecting with them regularly, but things may not go quite as smoothly as you had hoped. I saw a sign the other day about a bump. They saw a parent outside peeling the bumper sticker off their car that said, my child is an exceptional student. (laughs) This is a challenging time. Your child may have a meltdown and you may too. And that's okay. This is a time for grace and patience and love. You know, go ahead and feel those emotions. Be frustrated. This We have a lot to be frustrated about right now. Go ahead and acknowledge that. We also need to remember that this hiatus from being in the classroom is not going to keep your child out of college. All students and schools are experiencing this same thing all around the world right now. So do the best you can with what you have right now and trust that it's going to be okay. Remember, all learning does not need to happen on a computer screen. Go old school. Go read a book. Take a walk and write a poem about the things you see. Saw some beautiful robins on my walk this morning. Do math flashcards. Have your kids follow a recipe and measure out the ingredients. Teach your bigger kids how to change a tire on a car or to trim the lawn. Work in the garden together. Talk about environmental science as you do it. You don't have to know all the answers. If they ask a question and you don't know the answer, just research it together. Let them know that you're excited about being a learner, a lifelong learner, that school never ends. We just change classrooms, exactly what we're doing right now. That's doing all those things from, you know, my wife has the kids planting seeds and one of them was just amazed, you know, the melon seed, how much space it needs in the garden. So it's just a learning experience. Just embrace. Hey, this is a neat opportunity for you, uh, as time permits, to, to have those discussions and time with those that the Lord has, has uh, surrounded you with. Absolutely. I love that. And last but not least, tip number five, have fun. Enjoy this time, which is exactly what you were just leading into. Go for a walk with your kids. You can't go on a vacation right now? Build a tent in the living room. Bake cookies. You know what? 
have a breakfast that consists of chocolate cake. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I'm not saying you're going to have chocolate cake every morning for breakfast, but once in a while, um, teach your kids how to make a traditional family recipe. Spend time in God's word as a family. Establish prayer routines. If you've always kind of been in a rush and you don't really pray before you eat or you don't pray before bed or whenever, you know, establish some of those traditions and routines that you think would be valuable and you might have some time to do that right now. So have fun. Enjoy this time. It can be a beautiful time of togetherness, compassion, grace, love, and learning with the people who mean the absolute most to us. Our goal on Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So here are five tips for parents on ways to support their kids. Tip number one, remember the importance of the value of connection. Really, really important that you regularly communicate with your child's teacher and that you regularly communicate, take time with, with your kid. Number two, uh, let's be realistic about space. Uh, creatively come up with ways so that uh, kids can do their homework uh, in one area and do their play in another. If possible, be creative and keep in mind how many devices are on the internet, uh, are on Wi-Fi. Number three, uh, really important, set a schedule and stick to that routine. Kids need structure. Number four, uh, manage expectations. Like Dr. Rhoda said, this is really a biggie. Keep things in perspective. Remember, not all learning happens on a screen. And number five, this is a great one. Have fun, enjoy this time, and embrace uh, togetherness, compassion, grace, and love, and learning uh, with the people that uh, the Lord has surrounded you with. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.